Hi, welcome to Behind the Meat Curtains. I'm the Brad. And I'm Kat. Behind the Meat Curtains is a bi-weekly podcast about the ins and outs of the stripping industry. You can contact us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com where you can give us comments, suggestions, and send us questions that you'd like asked. Now, on to the show. Segwaying into uh, current Oh yeah, events. let's just do it. Okay, current events. There's Dougie. We have and a, he's we have an a, amazing customer. I honestly have grown to love him so much. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and he is something special. Um, I want to do a thing. I already talked to him about it. Um, he's been on PeopleOfWalmart.com. He works at Walmart. Fuck. He comes in wearing <laughs> different <laughs> outfits every day. He's um, He's wonderful. Um, he's it's hard to accurately explain oh, what Dougie looks even. like. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. He is a cliche of what you would find on <laughs> People of Walmart. He is. He, I think he's yeah. like People the spokesperson of, of Walmart.com. I personally am not sure what you're talking about, so I would love a, a rough description. I mean, are we, are we talking about the guy who comes in with like bright colored suits that are like wild? Like, Pajamas, mostly. And it's a little bit yeah. hectic, and he's a bit hectic. See, you, yeah, that's Dougie. That's my personal description is a, a person is like, you are having a lovely time. So Dougie. With your fashion. Dougie is a, Dougie's a whole, he's a whole episode. Yeah, Dougie is a nice guy. Um, so he likes to bring in a Ziploc bag. I've heard this. Oh, no. It wasn't love, a Ziploc bag. Okay. No, hold on, hold on. So I've heard in the past that he likes to bring in a bag of bacon. And this is years ago. And he likes to have the girls dance for him and feed him bacon. And he comes out, he tells the bouncer, yeah, I'm weird. And then walks away. So this is like a this is like a story of us for years now. Oh yeah, Dougie. You know he brings in the bacon. He's fed it to strippers. Everyone's heard the stripper. Okay, so I love heard the bacon. Story. No one's really seen it. You guys gotta let me know when yeah. he's there because I want to go talk to him. Um, uh, you might not because he brings in other food now. Oh, I, I am weird about food. No, thank you. All the backstory. Dougie and I have built this relationship that when he comes in, he's like he drinks. He doesn't have a drink. He drinks random things, and he's always like One drink. if it's a Super Bowl, he's like. Make me a drink that represents the Super Bowl players, or it's Valentine's Day. You know, it's just something random. So I'm always like making him these random ass drinks. So last night Dougie comes in, and <laughs> I'm sorry, on Saturday, Saturday, two nights ago, he comes in and he's like, hands me a paper towel. <laughs> he's like, make me a drink that I has to do with this. this. And I unwrap it, and it's bacon. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. It's happening again. <laughs> I was like, okay. The okay. legend is true. So he gives me one of the pieces of bacon. He still has multiple in his wrapped-up paper towel that he keeps in a pocket. It's not even a baggie with a zipper. This is a paper towel with grease and bacon in his pocket. Well, he's so more environmentally yeah. conscious now. Less <laughs> plastic waste. Dougie's gone yeah. green. <laughs> So I make him a drink, which I came. I always come up with my fun ones. I did a chocolate bacon martini, which was delicious. Yummy. I even tried yeah, I was gonna one. say I heard it was good. It was actually really good. Yeah, I I did a little frangelico, a little uh, Irish cream, and some bacon vodka, and the actual bacon, of course, that came from Dougie's pocket. <laughs> and so I make him his drink, and I send him off on his way. And then he always like he goes and all mingle with the dancers, do his dances, whatever. But the thing I love about Dougie is why I usually buy him his drink I make him, is he always picks up glasses and, like, hangs out the night and talks That's to nice. us. So he comes up, and I'm like, Dougie, 
what happened to the rest of your bacon? And he just looks at it. Whatever he said, I think he just looked at us and smiled. <laughs> no, what happened was you're like, oh, I made it the bacon chocolate martini. It was actually really good. And you're like, oh, I put the bacon as a garnish. And I look at you and I'm like, where did you get the bacon from? And you're like, from Dougie's pocket. And walked away like it was nothing. <laughs> like, this is the norm. Oh, like, you're well, duh. He brought it. Dougie's <laughs> pocket, bitch. It's like a, like a, maybe yeah, like a, set, a porn was, video no, or but something. But it was okay. Like, this is bacon from the pocket. It was fine. It was very great. I love Dougie. Everybody's like, he's weird. He's whatever. But when he goes on his serial killer binge, we are safe. We're safe. <laughs> drinks, we are good. safe. But I... I just think that if you're not, people make fun of people like him. And if you're not hurting anybody, I it's love okay. Him. No. It's, it's okay. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the truth is, is, like, I I may or may not be slightly autistic. Like, the energy I bring is, like, <laughs> definitely off from the average people. <laughs> <laughs> Best friends, I bet. Mm. But what I'm getting at is, is that, like, the, like, when you're fucking weird and awkward, I'm like, we should be friends. Dude, right. I'm here for this. I feel That's that. why we're I'm all so here. Exactly. I'm a weird, awkward person. We're doing a podcast exactly. right now. Of work. Like, we all I mean, this like, isn't the normies club. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know what? I've I, I recently started deciding that, like, uh, like neurodivergent is, like, a new term used for people with, like, autism, dyslexia, and ADHD. And I'm starting to think that most strippers. I, think I have that. Yeah. I think that most <laughs> strippers are. Club. Yeah. And the reason why is, like, you know, like, when, especially for us dancers, strippers, you know, we, like, we, like, actually, one thing I love about it is I can, like, fucking cuss out people if I want, if they're shitbags. And then I can go back to the dressing room and be like, told him, told them. You know, well, and it's, it's your occupation, and you're not going to lose your job. Yeah, well, that's what yeah, that's what I mean. Like, how many jobs are like people are like, oh, you're you're fucking objectifying yourself, you know, blah blah blah. I'm like, nah, bitch. Like, I'm choosing to be here. Am I being objectified when I choose to be naked and told to look? I tell people, look at my tits, not my eyes, down here, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like, if only you had existed with. <laughs> I mean, I'm I still on. I'm still an anomaly. At the end of the day, we're using. They're coming in there. They're not leaving. They're the objects. They are the objects. Like, we're using these people to make money. And it's like, and we're doing, no, I mean, like, almost nothing. Yeah, yeah. It is so true. It is, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, like, we are using you. And they're just like, oh, my God. Give me all your fucking money. I mean, I love to be a tease. (laughs) Being a tease, like, brings me literal joy. Like, the idea of, like, a man, like, squirming and, like, sexual desire beneath me that can't do anything about it. Fucking love it. And it <laughs> brings me joy every fucking lap dance. Yeah, and they'll go home jerking off to the thought of you. That's what I'm here for. And, and you'll go home counting their dollars. Yeah, I've got, I'm like, oh my god, I just, I'm like a third of the way to the car I want to buy. Yeah. The least that they're like, I've had so many guys come up to me like, what are you guys doing after this? And you know, like, count my money and getting like, drunk. Oh, no, we're all going to get naked in the dressing room and like have pillow face. We're gonna go have mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> I I love to be real as fuck, and I'm like, I gotta get home to feed my cat, and it's not a lie. <laughs> my no, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> poor bitch. Because I don't want to share him. No, but for real, I tell you, I was like, I'll, I'll be honest, like my cat's super needy right now. I gotta get home to him. At the end of the night, the it's least, true. The least horny I am is when I leave that club. Like, that is, we've just been, like, dressing like hoes, and, like, 
you know, listening to sexuality. No, and just like listening to like these people just like, you know, talk to you the way that they do. They're just like, Oh, what are you doing after this? And it's like no, you guys have just like closed off anything. Like everything. The chastity belt has now been lost by up. those words. Like it is sandpaper down there. <laughs> I'm not available for that. I personally definitely live in a world where um, I, I keep things so separate and mentally and emotionally that like my experience at work almost never affects my sex drive unless I give a dance to someone that I am not into. But I turn myself on with how like 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 seductive I am. And then I'm like, want to go home and fuck. You don't see the lap dance moves that are much less cheerleader. Oh, I have one on camera. Remember? <laughs> that doesn't count. That was my favorite moment of falling down and acting like a crazy woman. I need it in my life. Alrighty. Well. I am uh, at the edge of my questions right now. I think one of the questions I'd like to ask and uh, hasn't been focused on as much is there anything that you would think would be a good question to ask, like a customer or, you know, in the in the regulars club over there? I want to know how, as a dancer, you keep yourself from getting turned on. Because I do a dirty dance and I'm like, let's go. I can't even imagine how you control that. Um. You know, it, I, I love psychology. Our customers. Yeah, well, no, that's a thing for sure. Have you met Jesse? But part of it is, is that Leo, you know, we're, we're all very different humans who operate in so many different ways. So I never try to understand how someone else is operating. But for me, it's it's like hormonal. You know, like there's certain moments, like when I'm ovulating, like I'm masturbating three times a day. You know, when uh, like like. In between that, I'm like not, you know. So like, the, like my horniness is more like chemical balance in my body. And then at work, if someone grody is like, uh, you know, in all fairness, I've never tried dirty dancing for something that I'm not yeah. really attracted well, to. So I don't know. That could be it, my... so. Sometimes I'm just turning myself on. But I did have this one guy this one time who I, I'll be honest, I fucking hate him, and I hate this moment. But it also taught me that I like a guy to stick his ear in my tongue. I'm sorry, sorry, tongue in my ear. Oh, my God, dyslexia. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I had this customer who would spend tons of money on whoever he, would dance with him, and he was, like, definitely one of those where you're, like, dodging the hands and dodging the weird moves. And then, like, all of a sudden, you, you <laughs> I'm showing the moves. Um, I accidentally, you know, like, let my ear near his tongue, and he just, like, went in for it, and I found this man incredibly disgusting but I found out I really like someone putting their time oh in my, my ear God. and so I got really turned on by someone I really did not like and that was like a whole fucking thing <laughs> that I had to unpack and like deal with in my own personal life I liked it and I didn't like him what the fuck yeah, therapist call. one of the things that, one of the, and unfortunately I'm Keep on asking the dancer. <laughs> but, uh, I love it. I love just wait till Wednesday. We're gonna have like three to four of them. Um, one of the things I I find fascinating when I'm watching the girls dancing is how comfortable you are getting clo- like really close to customers that you don't know how they're going to act. You know, you have bouncers there that'll pull them out, but it's going to be too late and in whatever. Well, I you know. Uh, because I've been doing this job for so long, I know how I know how how I'm moving, and there's like a pre like maybe this is just me, but like I avoid a lot of issues because I 
I don't fucking know what the Zazzles are going to do. I prefer someone to not... You got stripper sense? Yeah, well, but also, <laughs> I, I prefer someone not to touch me at all. I don't want them to touch my ankles or any part of me because the way that I move is kind of... I, I, bel- I love slow, fast, you know, I'll essentially move slowly and then quickly move to something else. And, and I don't you fall know. back in your chair. I know. Yeah. Sorry, can I help it? Well, you know what? That incident was very strictly around me trying to get his hat and not crush it with my ass. But I, I agree. Like, I'm really loving it. <laughs> no, like, I, I'm a person who loves laughing at myself. But, yeah, you know, what was the question again? I've got really bad ADHD. <laughs> it was, um, I guess it was only kind of a half question of, how do you handle yourself being close oh. to people that you don't know how they're yeah, going to Yeah, you know, it's, it's, I, I only work at no-touch strip clubs if I can because um, I start off the dance setting the rule of no-touching. Um, and then when they start creeping in, I'll be like, oh, you know, like, you can't touch me there. Like, we've got security camera. You know, so I, I really play up the truth of it. And so I, it, you know, I'm... Can, if they listen, I can keep giving them a really fucking good lap dance. But if those, the thing is, is those assholes who want to press the boundaries, they're getting the worst lap dance they could ever get. If I know that their hands are wandering, like I'm just not going to give them half of the fucking lap dances, you know, moves that I love to do because I can't trust them. And so the only time I put myself in uh, a possibly dangerous, physically. Uh, located scenarios is when I know that I can use my body, my foot, my arm to stop. And like, I do have cat-like reflexes. My first time uh, having a bad experience was at that trashy strip club that I was telling you about in Springfield. And this guy, like, I had, it was on my back and my, like, legs were spread and my vagina was facing towards him. And he was looking down and he, like, started to reach for my vagina. And my fucking ninja cat-like reflexes just, like, whipped my leg uh, in this way where, like, I kicked his arm out of the way and, like, pushed his chest back and said, No! No, we're not doing that. Like, you, you, you fucking think that the money you just gave me right now, like, makes it available for you to touch my pussy? Like, nah! Nah! And then he was supposed to get a dance from my friend, and I was like, you better still get a dance from her and just not do that. But he was a shitbag coward and left. But nonetheless, like, at that moment, I knew that I had the fucking skill set to keep myself safe and after as long as I've been in the industry, uh, my actual sexual assault experiences within the industry is quite minimal. It's still there. It still sucks because men don't always understand what don't touch means. Yeah, but women are also terrible people. and so Well, I don't give them uh, – you don't give those terrible women dances. And if I see them on stage, I dance at a distance. Yeah, because they're, they're like, oh, I'm a girl. So Not it's bitch. okay if I touch the girl. And I'm like, no, it's – no, you're you're awful, one, and you are a shit tipper. Well, consent <laughs> is fucking consent. I don't give a fuck yeah. what your gender is or your sexual orientation. You need to get permission. And even even as a stripper doing a double dance with a friend, you I need permission to make sure that that dancer is okay with me touching touching my ass or touching my boobs. You know, like like consent is fucking real. We either. Even as a stripper, like, I worked at a club where I could, like, motorboat women's boobs on stage. By the way, I'm the best motorboat motorboating motherfucker around town. <laughs> I've got the skills, but I haven't been able to 
use them because it's not in our club. Hey, I got oh, new I'm, boobies. I might be uh, I might be doing some motorboating tonight. Maybe it'll be on camera. No, maybe we need not. Your dance moves and a motorboat. Yeah. So essentially, uh, you know, consent. So when someone lost a contact, was that before or after you became a master at it? <laughs> what was that? When you when someone lost a contact, was that before or after you became a, ma a master at motorboating? Uh, well, I mean. No one was motorboating. I guess that was the other yeah, way. No around, one was right? motorboating me because I don't put my boobs in their mouth area. I go for the eye area, which is like a whole fucking thing I do. Um, and you know, it was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, but but nonetheless, you know, can, like when I'm working with a woman, customers under need to understand that consent is fucking real. Like even if you're in a strip club and you're paying someone a ton of fucking money, if you want to touch them in areas, you gotta fucking ask. Don't just do. And yeah, even as a when I was out bartending, I don't really see that too much. But as a waitress on the floor, like constantly getting my Fuck ass grabbed, and you know, it, not constantly actually. Okay, so there'd be a few guys here and there. Whatever you scream at them, their dicks they get kicked out, or they're like, I'm sorry. Usually I'm like twenty dollars. As soon as they grab it, I'm like twenty dollars right now. Give me fucking. And they're like, what? I'm like, give me fucking twenty dollars. Just touch my ass. Like, yeah. like okay. And if they say no, I'm like, drill. You know, yell at one of the bouncers. This guy just touched my ass. Get out of there. But the women, yes, they're just like. And there's no telling them money. They just assume that they can go in and go for oh. it. Oh, they like, oh, yeah. slap my ass, there's, and I'm yeah. like, they're like, <laughs> I'm like. Get out. I know you don't even tip. Like, if you, tip, no. if you were, like, a guy that tipped. If I told you you'd be $20, you'd be like, what the fuck? That <laughs> reminds me of a scenario I had, like, a week or two ago with this non-binary human who came up. I mean, they, they, I'm pretty sure they were born female, but they're living a non-binary life. But they uh, came past me. And they like, and I was like pretending like to like because they were walking past, and I was like pretending to like shake my booty, like torque at them. And then the person like kind of like grabbed or touched my ass, and I was like, oh no, like this is a no touch club. And they're like, oh really? And they like literally sassed the fuck out of me. And then they were gonna get me a drink. And then they like literally was living the most quintessential like shittiest human in, in strip club existence. They <laughs> followed that up with, oh oh should I? can I get you a drink to, like, make up for that? And I was like, yeah, for the sexual assault, you can buy me a drink to make up for that. Ish. I mean, it's only an apology if you actually are going to change. Otherwise, I don't accept your fucking apology. And then, then they fucking had the audacity to be like, oh, what's your name? But what's your real name? And I was like, go fuck yourself. I was like, are you kidding me Is this right one of the binary people? It's like, what's your real gender? Yeah, like, like how dare this fucking person? What you born as? Right, and and so I was like, oh, you know, like you gotta get a lap dance if you want my real name because the only people who want your real names are the pieces of shit who will yell your fucking real name on stage. I don't do it. They're the only people who insist on having your real name as a stripper is the customers who are going to try to ruin your life, essentially. Yeah. One of the things that that has mystified me are some of the, and I guess it's just because, I don't know, you, you lie to yourself and say these kind of assholes don't actually exist. But you'll see people who will like reach to grab or something like that and they get told no. And I'll give them the benefit of the doubt of, oh, they just didn't know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And then two or three times more, you're like, wait a Yeah. Why did you think it? Where are you benefiting one? from that? Well, I, 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 like, I mean, I'm a real fucking hard ass, like, black and white in some sense of like if I tell you don't touch why the fuck do you think you can kiss or lick me uh, yeah that <laughs> I like, didn't know tongues counted I, I didn't know that you were so like uh, like you know fucked up that you thought only hands could touch things right right 
you know, intentionally. And so, like, that, it just, the, the, there's two people on stage who will, or dances that will try to touch you, say, oh, honey, like, that's against the rules, like, and they're like, okay, no problem. And the other one's like, defensive and rude as fuck. The whole fucking thing. I have a, a question for the, the regulars again. Is there a belief? The outsiders. The outsiders, yeah. Is there a belief that you had about strip clubs that you were stripped of from going there on a regular basis? I don't know if there was a belief that I was stripped of. I, I think just my, my entire opinion of strip clubs was changed by going there. And I don't even know that it was so much by going there that it, that my opinions were changed. It was by actually getting to know the people that work there. Not just because I go there as of late, not so much, but there for a while. It was a couple of nights a week for a straight in a relationship woman. Yes, I do frequent the strip club a couple of times, couple of nights a week sometimes. Um, but it sounds like you were. It sounds like you were relieved of the opinion that strippers are bad people or whatever you believe. What did you? You had an opinion about the girlfriend. I think that I just grew up so so sheltered and so naive about what a strip club was and who worked there and who those people were that when I actually took the time to to get to know them and and understand who they are they're just like me. I mean they're absolutely no different than I am. They're moms, their wives, their girlfriends, their friends, their best friends. I mean, they're just normal people. And well, that is hard to believe. And that <laughs> and, and it, it it took me, but it took me a while to realize that 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 was the case. And it and I mean, it takes time. And I know that not everyone has the same experience that I do because I was blessed with being able to get to know the people that work there. Yeah. I I was. <laughs> And not everyone gets that experience, but I think people just need to to realize, you know what, I have shitty people that I work with at my job, and you have shitty people, and you have shitty people. We all have shitty people that we work with. There's shitty people in this industry as well, but they're not all like that. Yeah, and if someone's listening to this just for, um, just out of curiosity, and they have no intention of going into a strip club, Strip clubs don't have to be your thing. You don't have to go in, into a strip club, but you do kind of have to know that they're just like there's nothing. Well, there's not nothing. I was gonna say there's nothing special about strippers, but that sounds almost bad too. There's nothing. There's nothing bad about being a stripper. There's nothing that you can say a stripper is this, and yeah. and nail down like all, the entire encompassing part of what that personality is going to be because they they run the gamut of the person that you're going to meet and is absolutely the cliche stripper that you think they should be (laughs) (laughs) and the one that's going to go home to two kids and a husband and 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 whatever you know yeah and the other the other thing about the strip club though is is this particular strip club is is very protective of their strippers and their bartenders. So me as a patron, before I was in a relationship, me as a patron that would go in there single, yeah, I would go in and I would meet all kinds of people, but I never, ever felt unsafe 
in this club. I have in others, but in in this club. That's part of the reason I asked her about the dive club. I've yeah, I've never felt unsafe here. That it's so. So I'm gonna have to say that that I personally find it to be a safe club. But I just had a work meeting recently where other some of my coworkers didn't feel so safe, and I and and I kind of wonder like what's you know like uh, what is the background that makes someone not feel safe in an environment or what's happening versus someone else. Uh, one dancer had said that uh, that a person had taken a gun out of their you know pocket and, and, and set it down during a dance. It was a salt gun, and it felt it was like a salt. Like, uh, a, like a like a, a plastic gun, S A L T, and it fell on the ground. Okay, and then, and then he didn't pull it out; it fell out of its. So, so I don't tend to personally have these experiences. I sometimes think because I, I I'm so bubbly and cheery, and the girl next door that I might just not be experiencing these people, or like like literally 15 years of stripping, I I still am treated like a goddamn princess, and I think it's because I do look like and I do act like. The childlike wonder that I uh, that I hold within myself because I don't have childhood trauma hardly like like I've never hardly been, well well yeah. <laughs> what I mean though is it's like I was I was never raped or sexually assaulted in my younger years which is a commonality with a lot of humans in general women in yeah, general I always tell people yeah but women in general experience that and, and I didn't until I was like 29 you know and so. I'm not in this fucking industry because of trauma or daddy issues. My dad and I are fucking great. I'm his favorite child. My parents are still married. I love my mom to death. She's my fucking best friend. But I'm super neurodivergent, and, like, my brain does not work in a world where I have a boss and have a fucking schedule because, like, you don't know how I'm going to feel that one day. Well, I, I, I have the mommy issues, not the daddy issues. You and do. That, oh, I and that's you. why I have, that's why I'm a bartender at a strip club. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So funny. Honestly, okay, this might be a little off topic. And I hope you don't take this the wrong way. But oh, it's fine. Here, we always joke about, like, no one is completely normal at the strip club. We all have some, some kind of little issue. Like, you don't have family issues, but like you said, you're neurodivergent or, you know. And so I was, like, thinking about everyone. Like, some people are just trying to fucking crazy. One of my best friends that's a stripper there, I love. Favorite dancer. She is so crazy. It's like, holy shit. Like, damn, girl. Like, But then there's, like, you, Kat. I love you so much. And I was like, what is wrong with Kat? Because you really are not crazy. You're a great person in every way, and I love you so much. But I was like, she's got mommy issues. She's <laughs> got mommy issues. That's why you're there. Yes, I have my mommy issues. Did you, Everyone has their issue. <laughs> did you think of a um, cliche or, or something that you believed about strippers or strip clubs that you were relieved of by going there on a regular basis? Um, I would say for me, at least raised in the aspect of ha- like strip clubs being a specific, like super negative. Uh, well, there's a like lot atmosphere. of us in the room here. <laughs> but but, but and, and that's that's what I'm getting to is that there's like throughout being there, it's shown me that. It's not not a negative. Like yeah, there's like as as it was said earlier. Like yeah, we all have people that we work with that we just don't get along with that we hate. Um, whatever that or strongly dislike. My mother would always say that hate's a strong word, and we know how I have my issues. I don't hate anyone. I just know people who don't like me, and then I don't like them back. No, or people who tongue your ear. 
<laughs> but yeah, so overall, just in gen- like in general, like the just people we don't get along with, like work wise and in a- any atmosphere. So, it, but going to this club here, uh, it's definitely opened my eyes to a little bit more of the aspect of strip clubs aren't what I was raised on. Like in the ab- in the perspective of like I my mean, parents what kind of parent to- raises their kids <laughs> in a strip club? No, but yeah, like my family like has like I have so much family that works in the mental health field and um, overall just medical industry as well. And for at least for me growing up, their perspective of it was they're terrible places to go. But with long story short, but yeah, like with going here, it's opened my eyes to as it was said earlier, like everybody's human. But yeah, I think one of the things when I sit back and try to um, analyze it in my overly analytical brain, <laughs> um, you know, there's things that that would happen in my work environment where, you know, sexual harassment is just not going to go down there. You're going to get fired or something yeah. for something like that, where the lines in the strip club are going to be a lot more blurry as to yeah. what we're going to tolerate. Even just the bar industry, honestly. Yeah. Like if someone, I, oh, if someone oh, grabbed totally. an ass at my work, that would probably be their job. If not, just seriously, next time oh, this yeah. happens, you're That's, gone. No, that you're, you're absolutely gone. If you even say something about that, and I feel like most lines of work. Yeah. So I, had a, I was at the strip club as a stripper. I had a, one of our bouncers at one point who was like, quote unquote, flirting with me. But I'm a grown fucking adult. Like, flirting with me is not untying my top while I'm walking to to uh, like allure people you know like the younger girls might be like oh he's so cute and i'm like no don't fucking touch me bitch right like i am like strutting my goddamn stuff to look sexy as fuck for the people that i'm about to enter to and you just threw that shit off by untying my my oh, top damn like go yeah, fuck yourself other... sorry i i i'm not east coast but i like to say go fuck yourself like an east coaster it's, it's with love and care. I'm just like, no, no, hell no. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I don't mean, apparently a lot of people on the West Coast get really upset when I say that. So yeah. Like, I guess my point is a lot of things like that would be, it, it seems like a different type of people because things like that are tolerated at least a little bit higher than, than they would be in a normal yeah. environment. I don't know. The club that I work at, like, I don't get sexually harassed, but I've heard, like, of other things, but... Yeah, I just like, don't think you realize that you... Exactly, you're extremely no. desensitized. Like, it's, it's not... Yeah, I mean, by... Yeah. But you've been, you've been grabbed before, right? Uh, oh, on the floor, but I'm talking yeah. about, like, employees. Like, yeah. the whole sexual oh, yeah. harassment. Yeah, I, I guess I just mean, like, in the environment of work, uh, none of the women that I work with have to worry about their ass being yeah. grabbed. Period. Like, that's just not going to happen. It's, it's not the 1970s anymore? But uh, I do have to say... 1974. With that, so my job right before working at the strip club was at a country western bar, and it was hardcore. There's a reason I left that to go to the strip. I used to work at, like, a you know restaurants. I was a bartender. We had, like, after 9 o'clock, we'd have live bands come in. It got to more of a bar scene, but it was mostly like a restaurant scene. And I went from that to a Western bar to the strip club. And at the Western bar, it was fucking terrible. I had men grabbing my ass, following me into the bar, just like constant harassment. No one's sticking up for me. I went to the strip club, and they're like, somebody grabs your ass this way. They look at you, like, tell security. We'll get them out of here. They're, like, you don't even have to tell them what they did. They're, they're like, get them out. on it. Exactly. Like, 
it's it's so different. Like, you're actually I, I'm much more protective and safe where I am now than I was at the Western country. Bar. And, and I would and say, something. as a woman who's been dancing for 15 years, this is one of the first clubs where the bouncers actually have our backs. No, they do. They, uh, yeah, that's not true 100. When I worked in uh, the last club I worked at in Portland before then was very on top of it as well. Um, they they were very strict, and the, the bouncers really had your back. But, you know, up until then, I mean, that was, you know, for 10 years I worked at clubs throughout Eugene and Portland where they didn't, no one, the bouncers were there for looks. I mean, oh, the, so the big main club. We pay you for a reason. We need you. Whether you're right. a bouncer, a bartender, a stripper, or, a, sorry, a waitress, you know, whatever you're doing, like, you have a position well, there. We need the bouncers so to they, protect they, us. Once we're in the club, uh, our club, we can't leave without a bouncer. And I yeah, love it. The door. Yeah. Well, so, I, so they carry our bags out. They they walk us to our car. They walk like, us oh, to protection. Our car. They the well, line. and I'd always have that at all of the clubs prior to this one. I'd always have the walkout safety. But I worked at a club for about five plus years in Eugene that they wouldn't. You know, they, 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 they walk you out? no, they would walk you up, but they wouldn't protect you. I went up to him, one of our bouncers once, and I'm like, Hey, this guy just fucking tried to touch me inappropriately and solicited me for prostitution. Uh, he needs to go. And he's like, oh, well, uh, the, the truth is, is I don't have any power unless the owner manager tells me I can kick someone out. And I was like, well, he's not fucking here. Like, why can't this person go? He's like, well, that's just how it is. So then I said, why the fuck am I tipping you out? If you're literally telling me right now that you cannot have my back unless the fucking owner or manager tells you you can. You know, like, the, so, so I, or in, like, at the club, I'm, like, I mean, there's a reason why I fucking moved to Bend. Like, I, I had decided, I grew up west, uh, east of the Cascades, and I said I would never fucking live east of the Cascades again. But I love this club in Bend. It's it's my favorite. It's, I feel the most safe. I feel the most taken care of. I you know like we we're a team. You know the the owner, the managers, like we're all working together to have the best. And that's why I'm fucking we living try. in Bend now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we try. I've heard that from more than one but girl before. It's a struggle, but I feel like we're love very it. hard. I do. I love all of you guys. I love all the people we work with at Bend. Like I feel like. Well, we've done. Some time. <laughs> <laughs> we've probably been going for an hour and a half or so. Yeah, I know. If we're going to do it um, another time this week, too, if you want to come on Wednesday. So we're going to, um, yeah, close up shop. and. Yeah. Uh, you want to uh, do a shout out to our sponsor one more time? I do want to, Mr. Andre. He's so hot. Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Mr. Andre. <laughs> oh, yes. So this is for, yeah, you do it. Come check out Backside Kegs. Whether you need a keg for your next event, want to host a private party, or have a thirst for the coldest and cheapest beer in town. Or want to look at the super hot owner. Well, <laughs> you won't be disappointed. <laughs> Let's just do it. I want to thank uh, all of our listeners, probably five by now. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, um, don't forget that we have a email, info at behindthemeatcurtains.com. If you have any questions that you want us to ask on the Comments, show, um, happen to be in the industry and you want to be on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's our episode. Uh, thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for